Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the world of darkness. We're all friends, we're here to have fun, but our story can include graphic violence, drug use, sexual content, and other mature themes. Content warnings can be found in the show notes. We've talked at our table about safety, comfort, and consent, both as players and storytellers. We know what to expect. We're all excited to be here, and we want you to feel the same. So listener discretion is advised. Now, let's walk the path of night. Last time on Path of Night, Wynne and Kabir left the rave to talk. A coven of infernalists led by Zachariah Slane found Wynne and Kabir. Slane told Wynne about a way to revive the dead and explained that he was seeking the Ur-Codex and working against Reese, the Giovanni, and other enemies of the Coterie. Wynne agreed only to consider his offers. Renwick dragged Neil into the Warrens. There, Renwick and Neil exchange information and conspiracy theories, until the two finally decide to trust one another enough to attempt to rescue Fester. The Cordery meets up at their shared haven. The rave comes to an end, with the gathered kindred enjoying their last hurrah. Spirits are raised through song and the arrival of reinforcements. Hospitality is given to guests who are provided with various locations to haven for the day. And after some worrisome phone calls, the Cordery agrees to meet as quickly as they can to make the best of what little time they have before dawn comes. Each files into the haven, some more worse for wear than others. But after they're seated, there's a quiet pause between them, and Miles speaks. All right, guys, it's a pretty successful rave. I think I did a good job. So what kind of information what? we got for me? What? Heard something about a Teflon prince. <sighs> Johnny, good job with the rave. Oh, couldn't have done it without Miles there. <sighs> he, sl- he slaps Miles in the back. I pops agree. morally into his lip and then grabs a seat in the armchair that Johnny likes to lounge in. Britta takes a pause, taking bobby pins, so many bobby pins, out of her hair, and looks between Neil and Wynn, trying to suss out which is bringing forward the bigger issue. Johnny, uh, before lighting the morally, kind of looks back and forth between Neil and Wynn. Two of you look like you got a, a lot more to say about what happened at the rave than I think. He points at Neil. You know what, actually? You always say some crazy-ass shit. Let's start with, with when. Oh, it's not going to be better. All right. Lay it on us. He likes okay. the Morley. So, went walking with Kabir. Saw our friends from the Boston Chantry. The Tremere? The Tremere. The Gargoyle. So, they were... And, you know, Arabella. Um, and they brought Z with, you know, in Raven's body. Does not look like they've been taking care of her. Wait, back it up. Z? Arabella? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along with those Tremere from Boston and the, the gargoyle. Plus someone else. Didn't we see that gargoyle with Reese? We're gonna have a lot of questions, but maybe when you should keep going? So this guy, I didn't ask his name to start with, because honestly I wasn't sure I wasn't gonna kill him. I don't think Kabir was going to let me, though. Either way, 
this guy, Zachariah Slane, um, hates both Ambergino Giovanni as does not have a good track record with Reese, so didn't immediately dislike him despite being a Tremere. Does this, the name Slane ring off any bells for any of us? Yeah, I thought that was in Neil's paperwork at some point. Uh, someone was reading a book when we were in... It's in my the, paperwork at some point. Yeah, when we were reading the Chantry thing about... Ira is the one who is aware uh, of who Zacharias Lane is. Ah, uh, <laughs> so that'll none do None of us do. No. <laughs> Unless you took his phone. I mean, we probably did, but also turned it off and removed the SIM card. <laughs> yeah, let me know if you kept that around. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, would, would, it, would it appear in any of the paperwork that Rollins had that is in Miles' possession? Give me... If you guys are just starting to pour through it looking for the name, give well, me a Wits Plus Investigation. I just figure maybe Miles might because of the fact that he's the one that's aware of all that stuff. Yeah, whoever has access to that paperwork and wants to just kind of, while they're talking, double check which investigation. Uh, that won't be me since I have no investigation. Do you want me to try to take a look for it? <laughs> I, get, I guess I guess the Seneschal is going to make the roll. Um, I, if anyone has information on him, uh, what I can tell you is that he's an infernalist. He hates Reese and he hates the Giovanni. One success. Are you helping? Uh, I'd like to. I've got one dot of investigation. (laughs) Go ahead. Two successes. Two of you go pouring through, and what you find is a little bit of a, I don't want to say a hit list, but it's basically a set of people that Upton Rollins had specifically defined as enemies, specifically members of Operation Longbow. Zachariah Slane is in there and it talks about some really fucking weird stuff about this guy. According to Upton's research, which, by the way, gets a bit of culty. And uh, for those who had not known before, between the two of you researching, it actually becomes pretty clear that Upton Rollins was a thaumaturge. And Rollins starts speaking with a man who was performing experiments involving the spirit world. Uh, particularly the spirit world that is uh, the purview of lupines. And it gives a little bit of a description as to what the spirit world is like. Talking about how almost everything has a... Everything has a reflection in this spirit world. However, whether or not it is dormant or awake and conscious kind of varies, but the things that are conscious are thinking, plotting, sapient, usually, beings. And Zachariah Slane was performing experiments uh, to determine the use of such assets in war. And specifically, he had been working for a man by the name of Roman Pendragon and had been performing, basically giving thaumaturgical aid to Roman Pendragon's men, to Roman Pendragon's haven allies, uh, directly enhancing Roman Pendragon's like combat capabilities. Upton makes minor mention that he had asked Reese on numerous occasions to acquire this asset for New Haven and use this man to benefit the Gemini League instead of Operation Longbow. However, Upton got the impression that Reese could never quite get a handle on him. This guy was such a loose cannon that Reese just kind of couldn't keep control on him. 
So, it became the preference of Upton Rollins that this man meet final death somewhere along the lines. He did not pursue it himself because allegedly a group of lupines who referred to themselves as Wendigo were hunting this man. And Upton sort of just assumed it would be a matter of time before this arrogant Tremere burned down and was slaughtered by lupines. <laughs> well, the, the wolves tend to a mass at the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so yeah, this guy showed up and said, hey, you know that stuff you're supposed to do for Ambrogino Giovanni? Don't do it, and you don't need him to get Joey safe. And what he and the group of them seem to be planning is to use Z to power them removing Zamitsi from existence. Like... Like, they burn him out, and then they burn Zamitsi out. Entirely? Yes. And what he asks in return is the pages of the Ur Codex that he doesn't know he already has. Where are those pages? He can see a lot of places, and I don't want to say it. That's smart. Extremely smart. Thank you. Better than an air horn, I guess. As the discussion rolls... Britta kind of helps to organize papers that Johnny is finished with and pass them to the Coterie members so that in between pauses, when they're able to process, they can take in the same information that the two of them have come across. So you're telling me this slain is in charge of this group? It's like a, a Coterie that has like Z and Arabella and... Z is not there willingly. They have him bound. Like some kind of weird demon host. Well... He's being hosted inside Raven's body, and I suspect they put him in there. Makes sense that Shantry bound him in the first place. Yeah. But they want to work with you. In so much as I have something they need, they can, they've functionally given me what I want. And what they don't want is for Giovanni to succeed with his ritual. Well, what does he want? What does Giovanni want? To... Remove the curse of vampirism. That's... It, because fucking, in the final nights... That's crazy. Yeah, it, it, we get into full tinfoil hat here. Well. Could it work? Hypothetically. Well, that anything could be hypothetical, but that's insane. It's a group of necromancers working with other blood mages to remove the curse of vampirism from their group. Well, who do you trust more? Giovanni... These guys? I don't fucking trust any of these people. That's the most sane thing I've heard all night. Like, I can't- I've said it a few times. This guy is a straight-up infernalist who sees through time. Sees through time? Yeah, I forgot to mention that part several times. But he's an infernalist who sees through time. He cited various points that he's peeked in on my life. Well, you don't have to see through time to do that. You just have to be there. And and know when to- And know what was happening around you for a specific person. Sure. Yeah, that's... Yep. So he's been watching at least you for a while. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he works for Pendragon, so well, keeping an eye on the Coterie in itself I think isn't... I think he works for Pendragon as much as Reese worked for Rollins, which is to say that they are a useful ally in times of stress, but they've got their own agenda. I mean, he's a Tremere. Even if he's a mm-hmm. weird Tremere, he's a Tremere. They're not trustworthy. Exactly. 
Tremere, I trust the most, is staked in the uh, pool house. No, we moved him. He's in the basement. Whatever. Point is, is that the one I trust the most, that's how we treat him. So the ones that aren't Ira... To be fair, he did ask us to do that. Okay, that that feels beside the point. Or, I guess, reinforcing the point. But the op... I mean, Reese is working with the Giovanni on this. Yeah. There's, There's a Tremere on either side. There's nobody involved in this who is worthy of our trust okay but you said that they got you away towards what you want i can use one of the books to bring joey back to what end though when everything's collapsing he would be a a normal human child able to live a normal child life resurrection that's did he say that it would be a normal human child I don't remember if he said normal, but he could have a body that is made for him. I I feel like I'm choking on strings already. It sounds like he gave that without wanting anything, so you'll be able to figure it out from the text before you enact it. What he wanted also was for us to be allies. That is what he said, and he understood that that was justifiably a hard pill to swallow and he cited our relationship with Tremere in the past. Is it he, fucked that the person I trust the most out of this group is Zophiel? Yeah. Please don't say his name. I don't think he's completely under their control and that's why they need those pages. I'm just saying that Arabelle is in that group so at least like yeah, a quarter percent trust there. What? Why? This sounds along the same deals that she was talking about when we originally got her some of the information. That is what she wanted to start with. Yeah, that doesn't make her any more trustworthy. I, this is exactly what she promised. I don't know. That's delivering on the thing she said she was going yeah, to do. No, no, I don't trust Arabella at all. But they have a way that maybe they could, or at least they think they could destroy Smeetsy. Yeah. Well, they think so. It would also, they, he told me that it would give Raven back to herself make her not possess anymore yeah speaking of destroying the things that are in that house and whatever johnny weren't we supposed to do something with your daughter's friends yes i don't know if that's related or let me wrap up oh please i didn't i didn't know if those were related or that was i have no idea he mentioned nothing about hell house only about zamitsu okay that's true yep to clarify we are talking about the giant flesh monster? Yes. The dragon. Okay. Not just the clan. The dragon. I have no idea how far in how far in the clan goes. I just Whether to be it would clear. destroy the vampires or destroy their vicissitude. I just want to be clear since they're kind of interchangeable in, in terms of... Yes, we're talking about the thing under New York and the dragon that we fought. Got and, it. And the yeah. short of it that's in Hell House. That's why I yeah. brought... But anyways, please. If we did take them up on this and give them those pages... Joey gets not manipulated by the Giovanni anymore. If all goes according to plan, (laughs) which we all know the answer to that. Yeah. The Giovanni don't get their, you know, jet pack out of the apocalypse. If that's what they're going for. And we get rid of Zamitsi. I don't think they get the jet pack out of the apocalypse anyways. I mean, you said yourself there was a maelstrom going on. There's... Well, everyone that's... keeps saying it's final nights and maybe just for us, for Gehenna, but everyone can see the red star. And I, 
Neil's like pacing around. He has not sat down. He is just filled with nervous energy okay. right now. Pause. Those are the three pros we would get if everything went according to plan and we t- if us with us taking this deal. Mm-hmm. The downside, yeah, there's a fucking maelstrom going on and we just pissed off a bunch of necromancers and extremely powerful blood mages. And if they somehow lose control of Z, we've pissed off a demon too. Miles, Z can't hurt us, right? Is that what you said? Yes. He can hurt us. I Just believe I us. said mentally and physically. No, he can hurt us. We can watch us get hurt, right? He can hurt the people around us. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, correct. Yeah. I, I get. Part yes. of it is he's not supposed to be able to create mental anguish. Well, I, I don't know. Demons are so alien that how could that was know? part of my deal? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Sure, but you know, deals with demons. What are the physical choices that we have from this, and do we have a time limit? He said no, but I suspect they're only waiting on getting those books to enact their ritual. And all of this is assuming they're dealing with us. On the level. On the level. And whether they're dealing with us on the level or not, the implication of giving, if I'm reading this right, Zachariah Slain more power is that Roman gains more power. And, you know, whatever that means for this region. Maybe. Giving Reese more power does not give Rollins more power. Right, or more. did not give Rollins yeah. more power. That's fair. That's also, a fair point. Out of the two of them, Ambergino has the worst reputation known to the two people. I barely know Slain, but it's pretty well known that Ambergino Giovanni is... He's a slaver. He's a torturer and a slaver. Not a great a individual. Yeah. Okay. And he's looking for girls like me and Eden. Yeah. Well, There's you're, that, too. I suspect you're part of the ritual. Britta just kind of pauses in her bobby pin collection and curls up a bit, nodding. It's not a surprise suspicion. She's had it on her mind. Sounds like... <laughs> it sounds like the choice is almost made for us at this point. But isn't it bad that they're, like, infernalists? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, he had some thoughts on that, too. I'm sure he did, but it's bad. You can justify anything you want, but infernalism is infernalism. It's not good. Making deals with demons for power is bad. Well, to his mind, we all end up in hell because we're damned anyway, so start earning good rep with them now. That sounds like a lot of (laughs) self-justification. I don't have a better answer than that. When it boils down to it, it's pretty clear to me that we're not giving Eden over to anyone. Yep. So, it becomes pretty clear where we're at. Well, he's not asking for Eden. Yet. Yet. But if he doesn't get those books... Okay. So, regardless of whether or not we actually have as much time to think about that as we would hope, Neil, you also had things that you needed to share. Are they more time-sensitive? Yes. Yes. Well, then why didn't you go first? Because you were talking, and Johnny was... uh, I know where Fester is, and I know who the mole is, and uh, I know uh, it's bad. It's really bad. You've been surprisingly productive today. I had a long talk with Renwick. When did... Where did you find Renwick? Uh, He found me. We were... It was a discussion. It's it's fine. How did that feel? Misunderstanding, but he and I are on the same page. No, I meant being the one who got crept up on. Doesn't feel good. Yeah. Anyway, go forward. So I didn't even get a chance. Uh, Miles, you wanted me to 
ask about, um, you know, next time we were in court, I was, I was going to look into uh, all the princes who came in and um, you kept talking about Marcus Vital. Yeah. Yeah, it's Marcus Vital. I knew it. He is, there's something wrong with him. Vital Vital was the prince of DC. Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, Speaking of which, he's the one. He's the shithead who had that painting commission, right? Yeah. As far as we can figure out, he didn't commission it. He just bought it and insured it. Hey, art's not his only hobby. Uh, Apparently, Mister I used to live in DC has a really big interest in intercontinental ballistic missiles. Um, You know, of the nuclear variety. Uh, What? Do you mean interests? That's about as much as I got Renwick. You know, I was doing things my way and Renwick is doing his his way and we kind of met in the middle. Does he have them in his pocket or does he know where they are? I don't know. He was a guy who lived in Washington as the prince and has mind control. So, okay, is he about to set off a nuke, or is this what is this? I don't know. I'm just talking about the scale of where things are at when it comes to Marcus Vital. All right, what does this have to he, do with Fester? I'm getting there. Okay, uh, he has him. He has Fester. He has Fester in a cage under his floorboards in a townhouse here in New Haven. He has him right now, and I want to go get him. How many hours do we have before the sun comes up? Not enough. What would uh, if we had to put it between twelve and zero? Twelve and zero, what hours until the sun comes up? We have less than an hour. He has Fester, and beyond the fact that Fester is my friend and has suffered enough, and I want to get him out of that cage he's being locked in under the floorboards, in some sort of device contraption, whatever that Vital's got him in. Fester, for all that he was often overlooked, was a member of the Web and has tons of information on us and this entire city. And I saw him and I saw Vital with him and I haven't looked the way that perhaps I can look, but I'm willing to bet basically anything I've got that if I was to look at Vital's aura, it would be the same one as I saw down in New York talking to Carmen, which means he is, based on the things that I've seen and the things that Renwick found, the mole, which means anything that is sort of common knowledge here in the city, the Sabbat already have through him. And anything that wasn't common knowledge, I don't know how Fester's doing or if he's managed to hold out at all, but every second he has Fester is another chance for every defense of this entire city to blow up in our faces. How did, how are you sure that he has Fester? I saw him. You saw him? Renwick and I went down to the Warrens. Renwick gave me some of Fester's lipstick, and it was enough of a connection to him that I was able to look in on him. Now that I can find anyone now, anyone, anywhere. I'm, I'm tired you of people. Know where, you know where this townhouse is? I know the, the address. I know the I know the the part of the floor that he's living under. Well, is it the, kept it, under. All right. All right. So it sounds like that's priority one. We can get up and go. We need first we ne- thing. We need to get Fester out. And, and then the, the, the problem. So if Vital is the aura that I saw, he's strong, like strong and old and more than just some venture from if you're the prince of dc you gotta be fucking mean well he came out of nowhere he was quick he he rose through the ranks fast 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 like he just showed up one day and then he was in total control is that is that true miles yeah from everything i've got he's actually of the younger generation doesn't your clan keep pretty close ties on where people come from. Well, that's also that's also the thing, okay? Uh, according to Renwick, anyways, and I haven't been able to confirm it, but according to Renwick, he's not. Rumor is he's a Lissandra. 
Makes so much sense. He's not a venture at all. Motherfucker. Can we trust That's why he's Renwick a terrible venture. I trust Renwick on this. I do. Okay, so... I don't like Renwick, but I trust the hell out of him. I... Like I said, he and I had a long talk. And I think... I came out of the other end of that trusting him more than I did when I went in. Okay, so... Because you've seen the area, who are we going to need to get in and get out with him? It depends on if, uh, it depends on if he's home. If, uh, um. Is this all of us or is this just a couple of us going with you? I don't, I don't know. No. I I mean, it's, if, if, if Marcus Vitale, if there's even, if there's even a chance that Marcus Vitale is home or could be home or would get home, all of us. All of us, at, at as strong as we can get. This this is an an, an elder Lasombra. Fucking gross. Who has ties outside the Camarilla. Who who is a I hate to say this because an it's, infiltrator from the Sabbat, at least. I hate to say this because this is fucking stupid. But if it's a Lasombra, he looks at his watch. I'm inclined we go now. We're not gonna be able to make it. We sure as hell will. We have to go, but if we're going to do it, we've less than an hour before sunrise. I know, and it's on the other side of town. I know, it's it's just not going to happen. If something happens that compromises, the whole situation goes to shit. The whole point is to get out with the information. We can get up before him and be ready by the same calculations. I don't know if we can. I, I want to get him now, now, now. But I am I am worried about survivability, and we need a mild amount of preparation. I'm not saying a ton. But we need to get some stuff, get there, and if we get, I can have the ghouls prepare Lex, everything. How, how fast would it take us to get across town? If Johnny was driving. If Johnny's driving? Mm-hmm. Ten minutes less. It's also guaranteed that he's there. I I, I don't know if we, we call a gathering if we, have, if we have an hour, ten minutes for prep, you get things together, I will get us there in ten minutes, and ten minutes to get out, and it, somewhere nearby safe out of sun, that's a half an hour. That leaves us a half an hour to, to smash into that haven and get Fester out. I'm inclined to to put the clock of the sun on his ass just as willing as as I am willing for myself. The Lasombra do not like the sun. None of us do, but them especially. Lex, uh the part of town hearing Johnny say, like, well, we could go into someplace that's safe. The townhouse and the part of town that I know this address is, is it in a similar area to where uh, we sort of expected the um, killing spree to be last time? No, this is more towards uh, uh, the harbor. Actually, um, it is at a place that is referred to as the estate that's on Townsend Avenue. Okay. I... That's assuming everything goes perfect. I I, I want to get him out too, but I, Johnny, I'm I'm worried, and, and and I don't want to put too fine a point on it. But this is an elder who can control your mind, right? For the, for the Sombra, he looks at Miles and and Bretta. The two of you are broken. C- can you do this? What do you mean? Also me- slightly offensive. What do you mean? What do I mean? The two of you are broken. You can see it, plain as day. You mean what happened to us in the chantry? You're not yourselves. Damaged is more preferable. So you're worried about the mental powers? I'm, I mean, I'm worried about the whole thing. I'm always worried about the whole thing, but I'm, I don't know. Then what if they're just not in the area? They're keeping sniper points or something. But that's splitting us 
uh, that's splitting all of us up 20 minutes before the sun rises. I, and How big is this place? It's pretty big. Neil, can you please tell us all the details of it? If we're going to make any plan, here, write it down. Uh, Neil grabs a pen and a paper and sort of writes down the address on Townsend Ave, everything he knows about the estate, everything he knows about, like, where the floorboard is, the contraption layout. that Fester is being held in, as much as he knows about the, the layout, and occasionally, like, gives apologies, like, I don't, I don't know any more than this because my focus unfortunately, is limited to Fester and surrounding Fester. Neil, you, you brief them as much as you can. You figure out whether we're moving. I'm going to get things started. And Johnny goes to start getting a vehicle loaded with gear so that if they decide we're going, we're going. Where's Eden? Is it all right if I had, like, kind of got her some makeup remover? I, I mean, she's probably gone to bed yeah she stayed up super late <laughs> she's a regular person she's 14 years yeah. old it's four o'clock in the morning <laughs> we probably had to carry her in <laughs> so it sounds like Britta would have probably gotten her some like makeup remover and like, an extra blanket or something and set her off to bed i have the feeling that taking fester might anger mr vital yeah if we hit with fester we we need to take out vital at the same time okay how, and this house is too big for us to to search in the time period we have. This I morning. know exactly where he is in the house, but I don't know what kinds of defenses he has in Vitel. there. Vitel. Vitel's house. Right. Do you know where he is exactly in the I, house? No. I know, where Fest, I, mean. I know where Fester is. I right. can look this over, this information, and we can tr- try to see if there's... I'll look it over tactically and see if there's anything that we can add in. But, Neil, do you have... Miles and I, we've been working on this, okay? The... Brain thing, and I don't know. Like I have thoughts, but it would take me a couple hours to to maybe give you guys a chance to find yourselves. What does that even mean? The moon, the thing you've been done before. Is that short enough? I mean, that would that would only take me a short amount of time. That might be enough to cover the difference. Okay, the moon would be great, but what does that have to do with our trauma? What do you admit, know this about is a whole, it? This is a whole other thing, but when your brain is... I, I know what it is to have your personality broken. To, to have parts of your mind broken and, and put elsewhere. And climbing back from that state into a, a place of finding your ego and your will again. Um, and confronting the parts of you that are wounded is an ordeal. But it I don't know. I've never done it for other people before, but I think I can lead you to a place where you can confront yourselves and maybe at least start to heal. But it, it it's going to take time. So that's kind of my concern. The damage that was done to us makes us more susceptible to the powers of Dominate. It is a common thing to do if you need to break somebody. So once we're in the house, I can probably triangulate where vampiric beasts are. If we're inside, I can hide all of us if you move like I do. If we agree to a plan, I can get some final touches on it so we could move together better. I just wish we knew more. If wishes were presents, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Time is of the essence. Johnny is right, but I don't think we can move now. But if we're ready to go first thing, can you do the Hunter's Moon on the go? Yes, I can. Okay. And how many hours would it take for... I mean, I don't even know if what you're suggesting... I don't know if it would work either. I've never done it. This is this is in the realm of the theoretical. I I was hoping 
that I could help before another crisis came up. But that's not the world. That's never how it goes. Do you think you could maybe just do one of us? No, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a together thing. The ritual is going to be the ritual no matter what. Okay, Miles, you know more about. Oh, I don't, Neil, you've mentioned it in the past too. What the abilities of domination? What can we do not to get in the way? The Hunter's Moon is one, and I believe I can, if people are willing, I can implant some suggestions that would make it harder for him. Britta has already been pretty cagey about Neil's suggestion. And as Miles says, implant suggestions, she pretty physically withdraws. Neil has a strangely similar reaction. It is a bulwark against it. It is harder to dominate somebody who is already under the effects of dominate. In for a penny, in for a pound. Do it to me, Miles. I'm first thing. (laughs) I don't. I'm worried about I'm worried about the, the the scope of whatever you would say to dominate us limiting the let's creative application guys are, are we putting the cart before the horse kind of yes okay let's, then let's back up the cart so we can actually get moving with some intent and let's be real here if he's gonna dominate any of us it's me or me i'd ra- i'd rather i'd be under miles control than vitals i think the rest of you we can avoid i'm really just saying that the major the only implant that i'm talking about is that you wouldn't attack any of the rest of us agreed I don't like the idea of having my mind fucked with more. I don't, I don't like either. the idea of me tearing you in half. Are we going tonight half. or are we going tomorrow? First thing in the morning. Do we have that long? Well, he's got to sleep too. We do. The only thing I'm worried about is fighting an elder Lasombra with a whole night ahead of us. My my priority is to get Fester out. I need to get him out. I'm I'm the reason he's in there, so I gotta get him out. Uh, you, you're right. We need to, Marcus Vitale is the traitor. He's the mole. He's an elder Lasombra in our ranks. He's sowing discord. He is prepping the way for the Sabat to invade and kill us all. I just don't think he's gonna let us just walk in and take Fester out of his lair. I don't either, but I, I know. Then we uh, set his house on fire. Fester's in that house. Well, we get Fester first, and we. Scoot out of there. Lighting the place on fire is just a way that we can't figure out if he's actually done with or not. Yeah, but it gives us a shitload of light. Well, and we all freak out, too. It was like, Remember, he's a Sabbat. As Johnny has said, Sabbat don't, aren't afraid of the fire the way that we are. But he's Lissombra, so it'll fuck him up a little bit. Well. Are we thinking that next morning we get suited up, Miles would have done the preparation beforehand, then we drive over and we... Try to sneak in? Yes. And then we try to retrieve Fester. Do we intend on attacking Vitel or not? Yes. Okay. So that's one of our objectives then, is handling him? Correct. And Britta starts taking notes uh, right next to the papers that are set out with everything that Neil has put forwards. I'll call, you know, if everybody's okay with it. Obviously, I'm going to stay and help and deal with... Marcus Vital, I, I'll call Renwick. Tell Renwick to be ready to get Fester the hell out, so that we don't have to worry about that after that. Is, Is he that... just gonna go tonight? Renwick? Yeah. No, I told him I would talk to all of you, and he knows the stakes. Can he bring anyone he trusts? The more people we bring, the harder this gets. 
Yeah. He doesn't trust very many people. He trusts Fester and if he meets kind up, of me. If he meets up with us, we can put him on Fester priority. His priority is not Vital in the same way. Also, where, where are the guests? All over the city. Wherever they wanted to be. Some of them might have left. So we have an elder fucking Gangrel and Theo goddamn Bell. You're not wrong. Letting, uh, at least telling the Archon, uh, Miles, it, it may be, just sending a message while we go is not necessarily a terrible idea, so he knows in case we fail. But, um, I, as far as a, a blanket statement to everyone is concerned, Marcus Vitell has ears everywhere, but be, be beyond that, when, when it comes to Xavier and, and all of that, I, um, we don't have any proof. That's the problem. It's functionally my word against everyone and even within the confines of this city i'm not exactly known for being and laying these accusations at the feet of an archon means investigation time things we don't necessarily have he's gonna ash fester in that time or get whatever he needs out of fester he will be dead yeah yes but this is your domain we don't need an archon you could just blood hunt him well, if it gets away, yes. But the whole point is surprise. Surprise. Yeah. And then when someone questions... And the more people we bring in, the more phone calls we make, the more this is going to become... It's a good idea fight. for someone to know what we know. and So we tell Renwick? I don't just mean Renwick, because if he's coming with us, he's not. it's not good to tell someone that's coming with us. Well... So where I'm at, Xavier's whole thing is hunting down Zemitsi. I'm going to tell him that there's an option on the table with that involves infernalism to take that off the table. This is where the problem is located if he wants. So he can be doing recon at Hell House or something like that. And also, by the way, we're going to. I mean, that's that's a huge Hobo. conversation win. And if we're going right when the sun comes, goes we're down. gangrel. It's fine. We don't need a lot of words. <sighs> this one feels like he might. All right. I am going to contact Xavier and let him know. That he should probably keep eyes on Hell House because he's the one who warned the Camarilla of this whole thing. And when they turned their back on it, he left too. He'll get it. He'll get it without blowing up the spot? Yeah. I mean, if we just leave the Hell House part and, and, and forget the estate, then yeah. He'll be he'll be good. He'll understand. He's got to. Right? Yes. Yeah. Sounds yeah good. There's a reason I called him. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. And then, Neil, you'll... Do the moon thing. I'll prepare us tomorrow, and I'll prepare myself. We won't have time to do whatever therapy thing you were thinking. No. Am I calling Slane? Not today. No, I don't think so. I he think can wait. We need to focus on this. He. I'm. I would be calling him so that we could focus on this. Well, he did. He, you said he didn't give you a timeline. No. Then he can wait, right? As long as. Ambergino Giovanni does not get his hand on those books in the meantime. I mean... Look, it's up to you. On they don't part. know what the pages are right now anyways, right? So... If they you, don't. They gotta work through you anyways. There's a reason they came to talk to you. No. I don't think you're understanding the sequence of events here. Okay. Alright? For what they need, they have all the time in the world. For what I need, I am contingent on Giovanni not getting those books. Okay. They have infinite time. Okay. Well... I do not. Based on how things have gone in the past, tomorrow evening, you know, hour or two, and we'll know whether we got time after that one way or another. Right? Look, if you want a quick vote, 
I'd rather go with Slain. It sounds like if we survive fighting the Elder Sombra, we can revisit this. I don't mean to say that to be disruptive to what you're saying. It's just that I don't know if we can split time. I think Slain can wait an hour to get his phone call. That's my opinion. All right, he gets an hour. Right. We can call him from the estate. One way or another. That gives us some time to think it over, if you, or even just you, some time to think it over. What do you think, Wen? I think we're crushed for time on too many fronts, and I'm trying to see how many of these things we can get done in the little time we have left, and you guys are saying these are tomorrow night problems. This time, though, I think we literally mean tomorrow. And I'm saying I don't know if we're going to get tomorrow. Well, either way, we've only got half an hour or so left before the sun comes up, so I don't think he's expecting a call tonight anyways. I doubt it. So, half an hour now before it's time to sleep, and an hour or two in the evening. Tomorrow. That's, I mean, that's a fast turnaround for Kindred. We'll be okay. Right? I'd love to tell you yes. Well, me too. You wouldn't believe me even if I did. Miles, you... I'm I'm scared of my mind being fucked with, okay? I'm scared of... It's been scary every time that you've had to use a dominate command on me or any of that. And I, I don't know how it works. I don't know if it causes cumulative damage. I don't know if I, my mind's already messed with. Is it safe if you use what you have to protect us against our minds being messed with? Would that cause more damage? It's not conditioning. I'm not weakening your resolve. I'm merely planting a suggestion, mostly. I I get it. It's just there's a lot of suggestions planted in my brain, and I don't know how they work. Well, a lot of those probably came from previous to being a vampire. I guess what I'm asking is, can can I trust you that that won't cause more? As far as I know, it does not cause any more damage. Should I put that in then as part of the plan? For any who are willing, yes. I highly suggest it, though. Britta braces herself, eyes wide. There's definite fear in it, but she decides to give a nod. Lex, I am interested in making a tactics roll with the plan that we have discussed. I'm unsure if I should do that now or before. If this is the end of planning, you would make it now. Are we settled on how we want to go about this? What's What have we settled on? Uh, tomorrow evening at sunset, we go to the townhouse, kick the door in, get Fester out, and kill Vitel? Pretty much. Assuming sneak he's in. there. I don't think we should kick the door in. I think we should sneak in, get Fester in our possession before we confront Vitel. If we can do it quietly, we can do it quietly. I can cloak all of us. Yes. We try to, we get Fester out, we get him to Redwick, and we go from there. How quiet do I have to be when I'm cloaked? Just don't draw direct attention to yourself, and don't stand in any bright lights. What about having a chainsaw going? If it's running, then it will, it's a little loud, yeah. Understood. I am not actually an Asimite, I can't keep it quiet. And we're certain we want to kill Vital, not stake him? 100%. I don't know if we'll have a choice. He might be immune. I don't know what his capabilities are. He's an elder Lysambra. I think... We can't hold back, is what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. So we go as soon as we can after, Neil, you make your preparations, and Miles, you protect those who are willing. Then we pull together all supplies, all other armor, whether that's physical, mental, so on and so forth. We drive over, Johnny gets us there, and we start off with stealth while Neil has us covered. We should ensure that Renwick knows the plan, too. We ensure that Renwick knows the plan. We put Renwick primarily on rescuing Fester, and we know that we have to try to take Vitel out, regardless of whether that means we go in loud, but we start off in stealth. Is that all good? Yeah. I think that's as good as we're going to get. Unless we learn more tomorrow morning. If we had... Sure, but every plan needs room. If we had an extra night, I, I could... We, there's all sorts of things we could do to, to even the odds, but I don't think we have the time. Not if we want Fester safe. Not if we want to... No, keep... I mean like we get a phone call tomorrow morning from Vitel saying, hey, Fester's dead. Fuck you. Well, hopefully he doesn't know yet. All right. But if that's not the case, then I'll put some final details on the plan. You're going to roll intelligence plus tactics at difficulty six. I am going to spend a willpower. Okay, okay. Does my spec in jihad count? Yes. Four successes. Did you count the willpower? No, five successes. Thank okay. you. <laughs> you have five successes. Now what you do is you, those are each a die and you will give dice to the various members of the team. And so long as they are following the plan, they will benefit from those dice on their rolls. Hey, Neil, can you look at this necklace and tell me if it's dangerous or not? It's a necklace. What? What do you mean? It's supposed to supposed to give me a lot of uh, the Sedites gave it to him. Swordmanship ability. What? It's from the Sedites. It's dangerous. Well, it was an apology gift. Okay. Well, let me re. It's dangerous. Of course, it's about? dangerous. That's part of the fun. Anyways, no, I don't have any way to look okay, at something fine. and Just know what it does. That's all I wanted to know. Sorry. Neil looks uh, after Britta finishes making the plan and says, "I." Uh, when we all rise in the evening, um, just give me give me a few minutes, give me 15 minutes, and I, I think, you know, it hasn't been tried, but I, I think I can help protect us at least a little bit. I'll try my best, but there are rituals for, for a coterie hunting a target. Do you think that maybe, if it would be worth it, that you'd have time to sunproof the van on the way? Or I don't know if we're taking a van, actually. I mean, that'll take me five, ten minutes right before we go. That's that's not we can do. I can do that on the way. I don't know if it's relevant. Just a thought. If we're if we're going tomorrow night, it's not going to be an issue. All right, Miles, do you have enough time to help us with weapons? I, I don't. I don't have my armor or anything. Of course. Thank you. We have a bunch here, and at my office. Oh, did you ever look into, um, a bow? I did. I think I have one around here somewhere. Thank you. Okay. I'm really glad we made it through the Wraith. And... Look, yes, there is a part of me that feels... changed, like Neil was saying, and I don't know if we can fix that. Certainly not in time. But I know that I... If there's gonna be this kind of emergency all the time, I'm just glad it's you guys we're with. This coterie doesn't do a ton of things always the best way or the correct way but 
the thing we do is that we do not leave our friends or allies in danger and we move quickly and decisively and it's part of what how we've made the impact that we have we'll get fester out of this his own clan left him behind to die at the gala which they knew was a trap what so do you mean they knew it, it was a be, trap um oh yeah Remwick said Warwick knew the attack was coming it was just all pieces on a chessboard to try and kill Roman Pendragon um but they left they left Fester behind and so I, I, it means a lot even if he doesn't get a chance to say it to us I, I want you guys to know that, a lot, that it means a lot to me that we're gonna go after him we'll get him I owe it to Fester thank you there's a lot more to be discussed with that but oh yeah yeah but now we should rest tomorrow night yeah tomorrow night left with no choice the quarter gets rest on the next night one at a time in order of who has the highest humanity the kindred snap awake finished with their restless sleep the quarter gathers up its gear piles into the vehicle Johnny, what are you driving for this? Well, first off, before they pile into the vehicle, Johnny stops outside of the, uh, it's probably a, a, a black, what would you think, like a, a Suburban or an Escalade? Johnny would have ch- chosen a, some kind of just low-key van, but knowing Miles would never ride to, to take out a rival in a uh, low-key vehicle like that, he, he grabs a black Escalade. Uh, acceptable. A midnight ood. <laughs> Escalade. There you go. Much I feel better now. Yeah. But he stops the coterie outside. But as as they're about to uh, gather in the vehicle, and gathers gathers them together, things have been getting pretty crazy lately. But I want you all to know that I need all of you. I need you to be here. I don't want to lose any of you. So when we go to take Vital, kill him, and save Fester. I want you to know that nothing is going to be able to stop us. And he pulls all of their hands together into into like a clasp. And you feel a an anger kind of radiating from Johnny's hands. And this weird energy flows into each of your arms. And Johnny will activate Esprit de Corps and Ironheart. What this means is that you will all be at plus three difficulty to in- take uh, intimidating actions. Ironheart affects dominate presence and mind affecting thaumaturgy, and esprit de corps affects uh, intimidate actions. Certain uses of dominate, therefore, will be at plus three difficulty. Esprit de corps also conveys three dots of potence. Ooh. <laughs> So Johnny will be at eight potents. <laughs> oh my god! And all of you will be at three, except for Win. I think you're now. I'm at, at four. You're at four dots of potents. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you each in turn a long bit of eye contact, and then kind of nods, pops a morley in his mouth, and says, "All right, let's ride." When Johnny gives the prolonged eye contact, she will lean forward and bonk his forehead with her own, as is her wont. Hell yeah. 
as they are outside by the van, all preparing to go, Neil looks up uh, towards the moon and the stars and goes, anyone who wants to know that this is the right time for us to do this, I know it makes you uncomfortable. He kind of looks over at Johnny, but give me some of your vitae. Give me your blood, and I'll make sure that we're bolstered as much as we can, uh, that our will is set towards success. As he talks, Wynne is already finding a knife to cut herself open. Britta is still sort of lingering in the feeling exchanged to her by Johnny. At first, there was a moment of almost concern, this strange feeling emanating from his hands. But as she looks her own and feels the capacity in them, she gives Neil a nod. She's always been more comfortable with his blood magic. But something in this strength almost seems to evoke a similar reaction in her as Miles imbuing her with Kingmaker confidence. There's something about feeling this strong, this unassailable, that makes this all seem a little easier to face. And she waits for Wynne to be done with the knife and contributes her own blood. Wynne will pass it handle first to her. Thank you. And she offers the knife to anyone who would participate. Johnny undoes one of his uh, fingerless gloves that he's wearing uh, and just puts his hand over to you. Doesn't even bother grabbing the knife. Just offers his hand for you to cut open. Britta very gently takes hold of Johnny's hand and does as it needs to be done. I will partially draw my katana and cut myself on it and then add my point of vitae to it. Neil takes the blood that is offered and sort of it ritualistically flows over his hands and he looks up to the heavens and there's a sense of fate destiny like everything like the the environment around them spirits unseen are all looking towards the heavens and the heavens are looking back towards the group of them sealing them towards a purpose all of you will gain six temporary willpower for the remainder of the evening or until such time as our task is complete britta looks to the group and kind of takes out the notes from a pocket, looks them over, and puts them back, looking to each person, recognizing the weight of what's to come, and focusing in on their features, taking in their faces, how much she cares about them. Which means, out of character, Lex, I would like to distribute. I did a tactics roll with my spec in the Jihad. I had five dice to distribute. I would like to simply give everyone present a dice. Is that all right? That's perfectly fine. All right. So everyone note down that you have one die to contribute to whatever effort, so long as you follow the plan that we outlined earlier. So that plus one die all the time or just once we get to one all die? All the time. Got it. Oh, shit. I did not realize. I Dope. thought it was one use. <laughs> That's awesome. As the group gets going, uh, the last thing Neil, like while he's in the car, seems a little out of it, like really almost has to be guided into the back of the car because he's just so focused inward. Uh, and from his little fanny pack that he has back on around his waist, pulls out a broken shard of mirror uh, and just starts muttering to himself and doing some sort of arcane bullshit. Britta's adjusting in the ways that she's been taught, making sure that the body armor is tight like Johnny's shown her, keeping her jacket laid over it nicely. The first new addition that she has is... A compound bow draped over her shoulders, joining the collection of guns and knives. But 
apart from that, she looks like you've seen her before. Maybe a little more determined. Wynne doesn't really have much to contribute in terms of group buffs, so she does take a minute to make sure that she's wearing body armor. She will clarify with Neil at some point, glowing eyes, will that bust the group obfuscate? No. Okay. She will spend a blood for her being able to see in the dark. Neil, can you run through what does busts that? Don't stand in the light, any any direct light, like, you know, little lights fine, but like spotlights, headlights, things like that. Remember when I, that feels like forever ago, um, that breaks it. Uh, don't cause any huge direct uh, attention to yourself. So once you attack, um, it, it's broken. Now, if each of you breaks it, any of you breaks it, it's broken for you. If I break it, it's broken for all of us. Understood. Miles gets into the front passenger seat, stows the katana uh, securely, and goes, I don't think the Dominate's going to work with all the other buffs we put on already. So, And uh, based on my reading of the text, I don't really know if it's going to do any improvement unless we get separated and have to hunt around the house. He would have to use Mesmerize, which takes time. Not much I can do against Command. We get to skip that? Far as I can tell, yes. Britta definitely looks relieved. Wynne finds one of the early, or one of the, the bats that are still out and asks it to tell Xavier to go check out 123 Ogden Street if he's interested in exactly what kind of problems New Haven has with why he left the Camarilla. The bat obeys your use of animalism and will take flight. Johnny uh, leans into the back and passes back a brand new shiny chainsaw. Just uh, sets it down in Neil's lap. How would you hang on to this for me while I'm driving? Um, that's not, I'm not gonna be able to do that. You can't hang on to it? As Johnny goes to put it onto Neil's lap, the ritual is not fully complete yet, because it takes a little time, but it starts to pass through Neil. Uh. Britta makes a surprise squeak and goes to grab it. Yeah. Maybe it's best you you hang on to this kid. All right. Passes the chainsaw to Britta. She takes better hold of it and sets it, like, too delicately and nicely in her lap. All right, let's roll. Johnny will pull out and start driving towards the townhouse. Are we sure that we have to kill him? I don't know that he's going to give us much choice. And I think if we give him a chance to try and talk his way out of it, he's going to... He's going to probably try and kill us. He kidnapped Fester. If we can stake him, sure, but... Or, or torpor him and keep him there, but I don't... He's kidnapped and most likely tortured Fester for a number. He's keeping him in a cage under the floor in some sort of device. I get it. I just... Britta does not seem like she's going to finish the sentence. We'll see what we can do when we get there. Neil looks over at Britta. I I don't want to either. We'll have to do what we'll have to do. Path of Night is a Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the world of darkness. Britta Ashcroft, the Toreador, was played by Rebecca Segelfest. Johnny Saxon, the Bruja, was played by Garrett Gabby. Miles Davenport, the Venture, was played by Tim Davis. Neil Foster, the Malkavian, was played by Rob Meerhead. Wynn Cabot, the Gangrel, was played by Erica Webb. Your storyteller was Lex Lopez. Recording by Rebecca Stagelfest. This episode edited by Rob Meerhead. The music used in this episode was composed for Path of Night by Brian Metolius. Find him online at brianmetolius.com. 
Path of Night uses the 20th anniversary edition of Vampire the Masquerade with a few limited house rules. Vampire the Masquerade and the World of Darkness are owned by Paradox Interactive. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We can be found on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Path of Night. You can help support the show on coffee.com slash Path of Night. Find us on twitter.com slash Path of Night pod, on facebook.com slash Path of Night podcasts, or email us at Path of Night podcasts at gmail.com. See you next time, Kindred. Say that louder if you want yeah, the mic to pick it up. Say that a little louder. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Miles, my other magic guy could have. Yeah, totally. Get him out. <laughs> Stick this one and give me the other one. <laughs> sure, God damn magic people. Or no. <laughs>